Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. We're joined on the line today by Wexford Foster Carer Linda Smith and Interim CEO of the Irish Foster Care Association, Bernadette Neville. Morning to you, Linda. Morning, Alan. And good morning to you, Bernadette. Good morning, Alan. So I'll come to you first off, Linda. How long have you been a foster carer and how did it all begin for you? Um, well, we've been fostering um, for 12 years now, Alan. And myself and my husband, Paul, we have three children of our own and we're living in Wexford. Um, we got into fostering through friends of ours. They had recommended um, an agency um, called Foster and Fourth Ireland that they were fostering with. And um, we felt that we had a place in our home to offer to another child, so we made the call and... Um, started our fostering um, journey and started our assessment. Bernadette, fostering, uh, it's a vital campaign and it aims to raise awareness for for fostering in Ireland. So what can you tell us about the actual campaign itself? How are you going to encourage more people to come forward here in Wexford? Yes, well I suppose as you were saying there, it's it's a national awareness campaign the Irish Foster Care Association hosts. So awareness around uh, foster care in general and then the specifically the supports that um, the Irish Foster Care Association offers to foster carers. So over the two weeks we have a host of kind of local events and national events all aimed at really getting people talking about fostering and what fostering involves, um, what it doesn't involve, the, the types of children that need care and the different types of foster care. So it's really trying to get people on the ground to start thinking about fostering, talking to each other and as Linda said, vital in terms of speaking to other people who are involved in fostering. So some of our coffee mornings, obviously the experienced, the approved foster carers will be there. So I suppose it's a call out we're making to people if you're thinking about fostering, you're newly approved um, and you're just stepping into the role, come along to our coffee mornings, meet up with other people, make those connections um, and that begins I suppose a conversation that hopefully will run and maybe persuade people or get people to think that actually yes this is the this is a good time for me to get involved in fostering uh, can you give me a typical example of a, of a typical day for you linda that's the best way to describe what being a foster carer is like so say from seven in the morning till ten at night as a foster carer what's a typical day well a typical day um would change uh, to be honest with you from day to day um i'm sure it's any foster carer would tell you there's no two days the same, but look, that's the same as being a parent, isn't it? Um, we get up, like, I mean, the goal of, of getting a child out of school, it's all baby steps, depending on, you know, um, who you have in your care at that time. Uh, we're very lucky, the child we have in care uh, with us is six years with us, and well into a routine, and um, we've, we've overcome a lot of challenges. Um, but you know, getting a child out of school can be a, can be just a big start to your day. Um, like I say, it really does depend on behavioural issues that the child that you have may have, or the, the child in your care may have. Um, then hopefully, you know, you have a little bit of time yourself. That could be, you know, um, just linking in with um, other foster carers. Um, we have WhatsApp groups, we have events, coffee mornings, um, just like what was said. Mm. And I think just really, if you can get a little bit of time for your own self-care in the day, it's great. 
and um, so can prepare you for whatever the evening bring. You know, um, a day could have, you know, there could be access uh, with right. the child's birth family in a day. Um, right. That depending on how that goes will impact on your evening. Um, attachment with the, the 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 young people you foster. How many would you have fostered down through the years? Linda? Um, we um, have fostered three long-term um, children um, throughout our um, 12 years and we have fostered um, some short-term placements. I see. I'm talking about uh, the attachment, Bernadette, that foster yes. parents have with the children and then the children move on. That must be heartbreaking on occasion. How do you prepare people who foster for that inevitable break when, when the children move to different areas or, or move into their yes. own individual lives? Yes, yes, uh, you're right, Alan. In terms of, I suppose you know, foster carers invest a lot of their their themselves and their hearts in the children. Now, there can be times where there's a, a plan around the length of time that a child is going to be with you, and then they move on. Maybe, maybe they're moving to um, a family member, but that member isn't ready, so they're with you for a period of time, and then they move on. Um, or, or things may happen, I suppose, while they're living with you, that a decision is made um, for for the child to move on, and it is difficult because equally um, birth children so the, the children of foster carers themselves form attachments and bonds with those kids um, and equally would say that actually they experience significant loss when children move on so within our own association we've got a dedicated advocacy and counselling service so for those foster carers who are finding you know it is difficult they're maybe grieving for, for the, the, the loss of the child um, maybe you know there's questions around the timeliness of the move and why it's happening um, and we can support them around that emotionally and also help them navigate that system because yeah. um, again those relationships those connections have been vital to help the child progress in their own life Linda what advice would you give uh, to anyone thinking about fostering and listening to us this morning um, uh, the advice I'd give is that if it is something that you're thinking about, you know, um, you should follow your gut instinct and, um, you know, eventually you'll know whether it's for you or not. Um, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but at the end of the day, you're making a difference to young people's lives. Um, they may only be with you a short time, they could be with you for the rest of your life. Um, we've never um, regretted as a family fostering. Um, children who have moved on from our care are still involved in us in our family today. Um, social media is, is a great platform for that. You know, the young people yeah. are able to link in with each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say pick up the phone and um, find out more information. Find out as much information as you can and... Um, See if it's it's for you. If you can open yeah. your home to somebody who needs a chance at a better life, and you're willing to give it, and you feel you have it, um, I would I would definitely encourage anybody. And um, that's what Foster and Fortnite is about: the awareness of more carers are needed because there's more children who need care. Lovely to talk to you, Linda. Bernadette, just to, to give people the advice as to how they can find out more information on this fostering fortnight week, where do they go? Yes, I think the, the ideal place to, to find all our activities will be on our website. So that's www.ifca.ie and the whole calendar of events are there. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.